Okay, yes, baby. Welcome to episode six of Synchronicity. You are tapping in to the root of the symmetry. I am your host, Tahuti Trismegistus. And as you know, unless it's your first time tuning in, but this podcast is named Synchronicity because everything is a synchronicity, because everything is intentional. Everything that you are experiencing is coinciding inside of yourself. It is an intent that is happening under the tent that is your own home, your own vibration, your own infinite feeling of connecting your nothingness to other nothingnesses, which then looks like using something. Now we have a word like light, and then this light becomes heavy. This light becomes matter the more we wait in it. So today's episode is all about how spirits use numbers to numb themselves to their feelings so they can then create letters that let her connect. This is about to be a fun episode because I have made the building blocks of life. I've made dissect the dialect. I've created all these series and covered in cosmic conversations, all these ways in which numbers are used to architect reality. So now that we are here with this podcast and I've developed the language pretty well, I think, and have done even more astral realm explorations. And this is the first time I'm going to be talking about how spirits use numbers to create life in an unfiltered, completely flowing way. So everything that you see, everything that you would watch from my series online is, you know, way more curated, right to the point, you know, cool, all that, right? Just like getting right to like, boom, 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 right to the point. This podcast is about me getting to some of my trees and actually flow to fully explore all the details, right? Because it's about, as a Virgo, (laughs) as a Virgo moon, I learn from dissecting the details. That's what dissect the dialect, triple D, all that earth, cut up that earth so we can see how all this separation is connected. That's what I'm all about here. So I'm about to spark up. I will see you on the other side of this quick vibration. I simmer my trees, breathe in my leaves, balance my chi, triple my sea. My mind's been flying while my soul's been crying. I simmer my trees, breathe in my leaves, balance my chi, triple my sea. My soul's been crying while my mind's been flying so high. Through the astral plane, Merkaba brain. I built your game, we're not the same My soul's been crying while my mind's been fine too Relay a word, those who listen heard We make our vibe from deep inside 
architect life i am excited for this episode i'm literally just like completely observing myself and seeing how for me to naturally express how spirits create life i have to translate it into the language that chase has been trained and indoctrinated into up to this point so as i smoke and also this podcast is not synchronous to tree right it's not about blazing trees every episode it's actually about drinking tea <laughs> now tree tea you know all the tea energy in general for Tahuti or taurus or thoth it is about us connecting with ourselves it's about us bringing our s inside of our space not to the outside and building our own garden this is how spirits use numbers to create life is to anchor their feelings into something so a number is earth energy and your feeling 
is water energy. So every number is meant to make a feeling matter, right? So then that's where we can see in this reality, numbers are weaponized to enslave everyone, right? The idea of money is that whoever made it up gets to project their idea of what's valuable onto you when in reality, the fact that they're even telling you that you need money means that they actually need you way more than you need money. <laughs> but the people who tell you that you need money need to do their best to use their logic to convince you that you need money so that you'll actually serve them and thus create the circumstances where you do need money. Because now instead of serving yourself, you've been serving the people that tell you that you need them. And the more you serve people that tell you that you need them, the more you're going to get sunk into the, the get dropped into the sunken place sink deeper into the sunken place whatever of not believing in yourself and not being in control of your own circumstances and the more you believe in people who tell you that you are not good enough alone for example a great i mean a great example is any religion uh like the religion that has taken over north south and central america telling you that you're not good enough alone when in reality anyone who needs to invade your space and tell you that you're not good enough alone is literally someone who's projecting that from their own space so they can force you to connect with them in a way that builds their world and that's the point of anyone using money to tell you that you need money <laughs> like money itself is literally a made-up idea that spirits uh, create and use to figure out what they individually value. So the moment someone tells you that you need money, you can know for a fact that that's an individual who values you more than they value themselves, actually. This is how North, South, and Central America, everything that Anubis and my soul group have built has been stolen and completely twisted into the disgusting world that we are in today. It's because entities who hate being alone need to use a concept called money to then steal everything that other people made so that they can feel happy consuming things that they did not create. And then they use the concept of money to appear creative by acting like the more money you have, the more you can create. When obviously the fact is the more money you have, the more you get to consume what other people created. Because obviously people who actually create life do not care about money. Money is an idea that was made up by people who are like, wow, spirits are creating life without a care in the world. We should colonize that. We should control how other people communicate so we can build a structure off of nature. And that's like in all simulations. This is in all worlds. Anytime spirits or like white supremacist entities are using a concept like money or numbers in general to separate other spirits from their feelings is because they need you to build their world. They need you to feel like you're not good enough alone so that you will be a slave to whatever concepts they're teaching you are healthy. When in reality, the moment you start connecting to those concepts, you're going to be way less healthy than you were when you were connecting with yourself. <laughs> and this is, again, all realms and realities. Like when I'm speaking in general, I'm speaking from my hermetic, somatic, mercurian mind standpoint, where this is just like how spirits create life and how spirits manipulate other spirits' ability to create life. Because life isn't created alone. So the moment someone can make you believe 
something, they're making you build their world. And that's all a number is. So you have to use numbers to believe in yourself. You can't exist without a number. That's what this episode is about. We're going to get into the nice little nitty gritty details of how spirits use numbers so that they can exist outside of themselves. And then we can see what each number means and how we use these numbers to exist outside of ourselves. Because that's the whole point. I mean, the whole point of a number is so that we can feel separate from ourselves. So when you think about money and having bills, right? Whoever's giving you a bill wants you to be ill because they're using a certain number to separate you from your feeling of being connected to yourself. And now the moment you believe in this bill, you believe in this be ill, you now start to get sicker and create disease inside of your body because on a spiritual level, you're connecting with something that wants you to separate from yourself. And that is what causes health problems. <laughs> now, of course, the medical industry using my caduceus, right? They're never going to get anywhere close to uh, being that intelligent or spiritual about how they're operating because that's not the point. The point is to use my creation to keep you ignorant and to keep you dumb so that they can capitalize on your chi so that they can colonize the way you communicate and build a structure off of limiting and enslaving your mind. So this is what numbers do. Numbers, uh, in general, we are all slaves to numbers. We all serve numbers. A spirit in, like when we create a number as a spirit, that's literally the thought that we are using to anchor our feeling. And if we did not have numbers, our feelings would be way too chaotic to actually exist. Okay, so that's why you have one body. <laughs> all your feelings, right? You can you you can have infinite feelings. You can have all these feelings. Guess what? They're being channeled through one body. Why? Because you are one spirit. You are one individual. You don't have multiple bodies out here because you're not multiple spaces. Now your body is being created by multiple spaces that are supporting you. This is the point of why life is not created alone. And teamwork makes a dream work. It literally takes all of us agreeing, hermeticism, agreeing on ideas so that we can become somatic, so that we can vibe. It takes all of us looking at the same light so we can feel connected in the same water. This is why we're able to connect by speaking the same language. We've all consumed the same light from the same individuals, the same ideas from the same individuals so that we can connect with them subconsciously and uh, thus be able to regurgitate them that in a way that allows us to express our individuality, right? So like none of these words are us. We are nothing, like we're nothing. We're, we're not any of the things that we're using to express ourselves in any way, shape or form. The fact is we create things so we can express ourselves. And then as spirits, our creations are what define us. So Mercury, my simulation defines me. It makes me the messenger of God. It makes me symmetry. It makes me Ningish Zeta. It makes me Idris. It makes me Hermes Trismegistus. It makes me Zoroaster. It makes me Quetzalcoatl. It makes me Tehuti. It makes me many entities that are all just riding the frequency of who I am as the spirit, quote unquote, Iris cell, the eye of Ra in a cell, the God of wisdom, 
the messenger god, the spirit who gets called away from his space to chase the desire of teaching other spirits just how awesome they are. Because that's all I ever want to do. Anytime I step out of my space, out of my own heaven in the esoteric realm, if I find my awareness inside of a body and I find myself trapped in a vibe with all these other spirits, then it is only because that simulation called me away from my space to teach and share hermeticism and simicism and show spirits how we create life by vibrating at a certain frequency. We create energy by vibrating at a certain frequency. And that is what settles into all the structures that then look like matter. So this is why all matter is energy vibrating at a certain frequency. Everything that matters to you in your life is a representation of some kind of energy that you resonate with, that vibes with you internally, right? So this is why projection is perception. People can't see things that don't matter to them. Literally, as a spirit, you cannot see something that doesn't matter to you. If it doesn't matter to you, that literally means that it's not earth in your world. There's nothing for you to logically stand on because earth is made out of water. We create stability out of chaos. All these white supremacist scientists who have stolen everything that we've done as indigenous peoples have very specifically inverted uh, all this indigenous wisdom to make people believe that water landed on earth. And this is what science has trained all of us to believe that somehow earth could exist before water. Like you could somehow have stability before chaos. It makes no spiritual sense. It makes no esoteric sense. When you know for a fact that life is created from nothingness going into fire and then water and then air and then earth and then that creates five cycle reality. That creates physical reality. And you know that water represents chaos, earth represents stability, and air represents communication, then we obviously clearly know that we can only ever build any form of stability out of chaos through communication. We can literally only create earth out of water through air. We can only build structures out of our connections by communicating, right? So you can be connected to all these people, but if you're not communicating, you're not going to build anything together. If you're not communicating, you're not building in general. So connecting is reflecting. Connecting is you just being right, like tethered to something and reacting to it. Communicating is you specifically being tethered to something so that you can bring your imagination inside of that water. And that's what air is. All of us bringing our imaginations into the universe, which is our minds. So all of our minds are us bringing our imaginations into the universe. And that happens first internally before we do it externally. So you as a spirit, this is why I say you know, spiders are eight dimensional beings. We look at the number eight that top circle is fire. So that is God. That's you alone in your imagination. And the bottom circle is Lucifer. That is water. 
that is you connecting with your imagination, thus the universe, your universe. So everything in your universe revolves around your imagination. All of your water, all of your Lucifer, all of your music revolves around your idea. And your songs never end. Your feelings never end. Your chaos never ends. Right? So chaos is only ever the expression of one imagination. So this is why we have spirit, God, Lucifer, human, demon, or nothingness, fire, water, air, earth, or space, imagination, connection, communication, stability. This is why stability is an illusion. Really, like nothing is actually stable. Everything is unstable. All energy is vibrating at a certain frequency because our feelings are chaotic. And this, I mean, we're in the densest reality that we could possibly be because we feel like making our feelings matter in a really consistent, grounded way. This is what practical spirituality is, right? So everything we see is a spirit, literally like a group of spirits, whatever, making this structure matter because they're consistently communicating their minds in a way that can build something to support that. That's your body. Literally, your body is the structure that you as a spirit are building to support yourself. And all these other spirits outside of you are building this structure as well. They all have their own intelligence based on the blueprint. So again, with numbers, right? We already see that you as a spirit are one space. This is why you don't have multiple bodies to express yourself in one simulation. Right now, you can have all these other bodies in other lifetimes and you can have multiple bodies in one world. It's just um, not at the same time. And of course, anything's possible, right? Uh, there are spirits who are out here who hypothetically could operate more than one body. To me, as the practical spiritual symmetry, that doesn't make sense. Uh, you're missing the point if you want to operate more than one body at one time. Because the point of stepping outside of yourself is that you're relating inside the universe as an individual with other individuals. So to express your individuality by having multiple bodies at the same time, it almost defeats the point of relating with people as an individual, right? So this is where we get into like ego and superpowers and people being like, oh, if you're really Thoth, then why don't you build something right now? Build a pyramid. Why don't you build, make a planet? Why don't you tear up all the regimes that have stolen your stuff? That's not how communication works. Like you're lost in the idea that I, as a spirit who's only in control of myself, can control other spirits. Like that's literally, here's wisdom. I'm the God of wisdom. I'm here communicating to you wisdom right now. This is the wisdom. I'm in control of myself. You are in control of yourself. This is why the universe being water is chaotic. Water is chaos. The moment you feel like connecting with something outside of yourself, you are giving up your ability to control the circumstances. So this is why the moment you connect with another spirit, you're not God anymore. You're now a human. 
and all of your problems are going to come from Luciferian issues of how do you connect your God to this other spirit so that they can see what you see. And everything that you communicate, all forms of communication with anyone else is only going to be possible and be informed by whatever problems you're perceiving and you using the idea that is creating the problem to also create the solution. Because that's what God is. That's what fire is. It projects out a problem because <laughs> the problem itself is that it wants to connect this individuality with others. So this is how uh, the numbers and the elements are so deeply correlated. We'll get into everything in that with dissect the dialect as well, because it's important to anchor in and know how the elements and the numbers are one and the same. So it's all about light. And it's all about knowing that our emotions matter. So elements are like the abstract form of our emotions mattering. Elements are the abstract form of our emotions mattering. And numbers are the logical form of our emotions mattering. So everything that's elemental is not limited by numbers, but it will be expressed through numbers because that's the point. All feelings must be filtered through thought. All feelings must be anchored to something stable so that it can actually practically be expressed or else it's too infinite and it's too chaotic. So this is why the universe being water, just one big body of water that is literally created from all of us combining our bodies of water together is only infinitely chaotic because the universe is constantly reacting to how we connect with ourselves and then how we project out our imaginations of how we connect with ourselves. That's what the mind is, the mercury. You're carrying water as God, as the fire. And then that's what air is. So air is the balance, right? It's not projection or reflection, it's both. It's communication. So I'm just thinking like how I'm about to get into this we'll just start from the beginning yeah <laughs> um yeah because i'm just saying all this preface to well yeah i mean that's essential right there elements are the abstract expression of a spirit and numbers are the logical expression of a spirit and it takes both of these coming together to make life possible i like this so i love man this is cool getting to <laughs> getting to flow and do this podcast because I get to learn more than I knew before <laughs> just by letting my spirit communicate through me. And because um, the thing is, me as Chase Clarence Calloway, I have been indoctrinated into this world like everyone else. That's the point of all of us creating a body that allows us to relate inside of a vibe and allows us to connect with each other in a way that feels like we are the same. This is why white supremacists are lost in making us believe that we're all one God or that we're all one consciousness, that we're all one energy. Because the moment we believe that we're all the same, now whoever made us believe that literally can infinitely trap us. The only reason you would think that you are one or unified with spirits outside of yourself is literally because you got so lost in light you forgot that you're creative <laughs> you know like I, 
because that's what's really just made me mad in this life uh having to grow up and like constantly be taught and only perceive that i'm part of something that actually is just an imaginary concept used to consume and colonize and control my actual creativity <laughs> like people who are not creative need to come to my land and tell me hey you need to give your creativity to us because we're creative that's why we're here raping and stealing all of your creativity because we're creative and we're god you're not actually god we worship someone who fasts so we don't have to what you actually fast and you don't worship anyone for it that's demonic we're gonna steal all of your nature and make money off of it and now money's only going to matter because we're calling you the n-word and money's only gonna matter because we're gonna steal all the nature that you create as n-words as negroes from going inward and now we as white supremacists are going to make our knees grow. We're going to make our stability blow up based on how much we can colonize your stability. So it's just so this is the thing. Like this is what spirituality is. It's truly like you're infinite. You are infinitely God when you are alone. And this is important to know for when we start to use numbers to communicate. Because the whole point of numbers is that they're limiting our ability to be infinite and our ability to do whatever we want. And that's the negative but necessary light that allows us to ground how we communicate. So this is where numbers are only ever going to be there to uh, ground and stabilize how you communicate. Right. So, I mean, this is how money is weaponized against us. Money is a spirit telling us, hey, these numbers make sense and you need this amount of numbers to live on something that we're stealing from you. So give us all your energy and we're going to use your energy to build a system that makes sure that you never have enough <laughs> or else we can't keep you here, right? That's, this is why money can't give you freedom. The moment you believe money will give you freedom, you are infinitely enslaved to whoever taught you that. So this is why people who are obsessed with money are obsessed with using slavery and using their control over the environment to constantly create harm. <laughs> it just again, like constantly, uh, well, control the environment. They, they use their desire, their ability to control the environment to do so. They use their desire to limit other spirits and build structures off of limiting other spirits to spread language, to spread law, to spread light, to spread all this logic that then when we're taught to only be able to communicate with the words that we have, now the people who literally made up these words get to make infinite amounts of structure, make infinite amounts of money off of limiting our ability to communicate. So that's what Dissect the Dialect is all about. That's for the next episode. Getting into what each letter means and how all these letters are used to uh, have us build a simulation and keep us asleep. And then just the meaning behind all that because nothing is a coincidence and the fact is even uh, no matter what weapon is forged against you, your spirit won't let you connect with that weapon if it wasn't going to use it to level up. You feel me? So this is the importance of knowing that as an infinitely powerful spirit, 
when you allow yourself to feel powerless, that's because you are creating the circumstance where you're about to become even more powerful. And as you are creating the circumstance where you become more powerful from feeling powerless, you are then strengthening your mind muscle. This is what working out is. And this is why we step outside of our home, right? This is why we challenge ourselves because it actually allows us to become stronger as spirits. So literally on a physical reality, because everything is going to be a physical representation of what we do spiritually, your muscles are your mind, right? Literally your mind can't be seen, but we can see your muscles. And now that we can see your muscles, we have a physical representation of how your mind uses your body to communicate in this reality. So if you're an athlete with big muscles, we now have an idea of your mind, right? Literally no one can see your mind, but you, but we can see the body that your mind is operating. And now we can learn about your mind from what we're perceiving from your body. And then of course, with perception being projection, anything we're perceiving from your body is literally just us learning about ourselves, <laughs> right? So this is why anytime someone perceives anything inside of you, it's literally just them learning about themselves with you. And this is why we're all learning about ourselves together. And as spirits, we can feel like we're outside of our space, but it's actually impossible for us to get out of our feelings. It's impossible. It's impossible to get out of your feelings. Your feelings are what power you. Nothing matters without your feelings, AKA the spirit matters without your feelings. And then really without your feelings, what other spirits matter, but you won't matter. And thus you won't perceive them because <laughs> you're not creating matter. So it literally takes you deciding that you matter so that you can connect with other spirits who also decided that they matter. This is why spirituality has to be individuality because it's all of us as spirits mattering together. <laughs> like it's just that simple fact, right? We all are narcissistic in the idea that we feel like we have something worth expressing, which is the only reason why we're creating an awareness from nothing. So that's what fire is. This is, let's get into it. So fire and numbers, this is what fire is. When you as a spirit, I'm gonna talk about how you create life. All right, so this is synchronicity. Not synchronous to tree, but I'm about to be simmering trees probably every episode because it is synchronous to tree. You're tapping into the root of the symmetry. What would symmetry, <laughs> what would symmetry be without breathing in leaves? That being said, I am also drinking tea though. All right, so don't worry. <laughs> we have a little bit of our motif. Our motif going on here. Mo leaves with our motifs. You as a spirit are infinitely nothing, okay? So as nothing, you are unimaginable. There's just, it's pure nothingness. Like there's nothing to, like just not imagination, okay? That's what zero represents. Zero represents your individual space before you create an imagination. As space, 
you are simultaneously connected yet separate from all other spaces. And thus, the moment you express yourself, we naturally play this out. So as a space, when you are simultaneously separate yet connected to all other space, this is where, I mean, life becomes three. So, I mean, let's get in there, right? Zero. Zero represents your circumference. Everything is happening inside of you. Your spirit is the coincide hence, as we've covered in the first episode. The only coincidence is that you as a spirit are a spirit. Therefore, everything that happens after that is going to be intentional and it's going to be coincidental in that it coincides with your intentions and coincides with your spirit. So when you, as a zero, as no imagination, imagine yourself, that is literally you creating your first ego or your first eagle, your first, the highest idea of yourself. That's the ego. That's the eagle. Your imagination, your individual fire is your desire. That's your passion. And that's going to be the number one. And then this is where we have binary language, zero, one, zero, one, zero, one. It's about spirit, ego, spirit, ego, and all of life is nothingness relating with something, a spirit relating with its ego. And then all of us as spirits are using our egos to relate with other egos that are operated by other spirits. And now all of us as spirits are able to express and connect our nothingness through these egos and then these egos our imaginations are changing now fire right fire dances so our imaginations dance but the fact is our imaginations are ever only ever going to be an expression of our individuality so you as a spirit the moment you imagine something that's literally you creating something from nothing and just straight up and it is the perfect ultimate expression of your individuality you as an individual create your imagined nation so now all nations that you're a part of all collectives that you build are going to be informed by your imagined nation by your own god by your own fire, by your own ideas. So when you as a spirit, as a zero, are like, okay, I, I'm nothing, but I don't wanna be nothing, I want to be something. This is why fire is simultaneously uh, love, yet hate. So we can just think passion, like just like pure passion. Like whatever you're passionate about is something that gets you fiery. Like that's a perfect expression of your individuality. The things that you're passionate about are a perfect combination of what you love and hate. Because literally you as a spirit, the fact is, if you didn't hate being nothing, then you would not want to be something right now. The only reason that you are beating your heart, the only reason that you're invested in this lifetime 
is because you don't want to be nothing. You hate being nothing. Now, I'm not saying you hate it in a negative way, but you hate it in a great way. Great it. Right? You grate your nothingness. And so this is why great is about separating. So you as a spirit, G being the seventh letter in the alphabet, is all about separation. It is about greatness is only like greatness only ever exists if a spirit separates from itself. So greatness is entirely egotistic, right? Whatever your idea of greatness is, is a representation of your ego and your desires. The only reason that I would think Tiger Woods is a great athlete is because I have some form of respect and thus connection and information about the sport that he plays. Otherwise, I literally cannot consider that athlete great. The only reason I could consider Michael Jordan great, Kobe Bryant great, the only reason I could consider any athlete great, right, is because I subconsciously connected with whatever sport they played and now I'm able to project all the hardships of what it takes to perform into that sport onto that player. And then once that player excels in that sport, the only reason I even have close to an idea or feeling about how great they are is because I connected with that same structure and I was not actually nearly as great in it myself. Because if I was great in basketball in that way, right, if I was a super pro star athlete, then I would not view that, I wouldn't view like someone like Steph Curry as a great athlete because I'm above him. So this is where we are literally only learning about ourselves based on how we perceive others because how we perceive others is only ever a reflection of how we perceive our own imagination, our own ego. So whenever someone gets jealous of you, that's someone that has a relationship with their ego that is getting triggered by your ego because this person, when they're inside of their own space, they feel like they're the best, right? But then the moment they connect with you, they can now see facts that they're not the A perfect example of this is like someone who is inside of their house all the time and they think that they're the strongest spirit because they can do 10 push-ups. And inside of their whole house, no matter where they go in their home, no one can do more push-ups than them because they're the only ones there. <laughs> this is what it's like being a spirit alone in your own space, literally. Like when you're just alone in your own space, you are the strongest, you are the most infinite, you are God, you're infinitely creative. No one can basically rain on your parade in that way. No one can put water on top of you because no one's feelings are able to rain down on yours. You're everything. You are the feeling. The moment you connect to the universe, it starts raining. <laughs> Best believe that. The moment you connect to the universe, you start getting all these other waters from the sky, all these other waters raining down on you and it's getting dense and all these other feelings starting to pile on top of yours and drown you. Because that's what happens when you connect with spaces outside of yourself. Other spirits' feelings matter. And this is how the matter is formed, literally by rain. So 
when you as an individual desire to be great, that's only ever going to be expression of your ego. So my ego can only ever be the expression of who I am as a spirit. It doesn't matter how I feel about my ego. I'm only ever connecting with the natural expression of my desires. And my desires are what separate me from all of their spirits. You don't know what I want. And not only that, what I want changes every day, yet it's all based in my space, right? So that's what your imagination is. Your desires change every day, yet they're always gonna be connected by you. No one can see your desires except you. No one knows what you want to do today or tomorrow or the day after that except you. And it takes you feeling like communicating that for all of us to see it. So this is why fire and water are both internal elements. They are unseen. Your thoughts and feelings, unseen. No one can see how you think and no one can see how you feel except you because you, the spirit, are the space creating these elements to express your emotions. It then takes you combining these elements of fire and water to create the first external element that is air, that is your mind. So your fire element, that's your number one, that's your God, that's your man. Your water element, that's your number two, that is your woman that is the feminine feeling that then combines with the man to create the child that creates the chi that creates the air the chi air merkaba that now your god your thought can sit in to express its ego to all the other spirits who have done the same thing as it so now here we are right we're all gods sitting inside of our minds, communicating our individuality into structures that we built by doing so in order to relate with spaces outside of ourselves. So we're constantly creating life right now based on how we're creating life internally. Again, that's what the caduceus all about. Bring your snake inside of yourself, wrap it in your own spine, create your own tree, found your own stability so that you can generate a garden that produces fruits for you to eat instead of constantly needing to eat fruits from other people's gardens because you didn't grow your own. So this is what I'm all about as Hermes, is what Hermeticism is all about, teaching you how to grow your own garden <laughs> on an esoteric level, right? Teaching you how to be your own symmetry, be your own natural simulation so you're only eating from yourself. This then is where we get into fasting, hop into the ultimate functional fast, get into our online courses if you are not fasting with us because this is essential in all realms and realities, but it is clearly super necessary in the world that we're in right now. <laughs> with the industrial revolution having been pumping all these toxins and heavy metals and garbage into the environment, uh, for us to be poisoned by. Fasting is the way 
that you make sure that you're still connected with your spirit. Because the more you're eating from the world, the more you are now just forced to be connected to the body and the simulation itself. And your vibration stays low and you're not able to truly ride the frequency of your spirit. I'll get into that, that later. That's really like the science of fasting, the spiritual science of fasting. Um, but I mean, of course, I have to naturally bring it all together because this is who I am. Number wise, <laughs> God, one, Lucifer, two, woman. So God, one, man, fire, Lucifer, two, your woman, the connection. And then three is the human, the child. So all humans are God's answer to Lucifer. So God, the moment a spirit is God, the moment a spirit creates an idea, it now has a question which powers a soul. And that's what Lucifer is, is questions and problems. And when you have problems, you ask questions. So once you have an idea and you're alone in your imagination, that's a problem for an individual. All spirits, when they're alone in their imagination, that's a problem. That is what the soul then becomes. Uh, we create a soul because it's like, okay, well, I'm alone in my imagination, but I want to be connected in my imagination. So this is where the zero goes from one into two. When you as a spirit generate this fiery imagination that you feel like is a great expression of your individuality, now you feel like connecting to it. And that is what polarizes you into a soul. So now you have your body of water. So this is where we create the eight. The number eight being the soul. That first circle is the expression of your one. That second circle is the expression of your two. And this comes together to create three and is then the expression of your soul. And then we have like the Ouroboros uh, and the idea of a snake eating itself forever because it's just about the soul. It's about how all of us as spirits have sex inside of ourselves and create the things that we consume. We consume what we create. So everything that we consume is something that we made. That's the esoteric meaning behind the Ouroboros and the snake being in an infinite eight and consuming itself, right? It's just more of that caduceus imagery. As far as the wisdom of knowing what snakes are, snakes are sex. So you can either have sex with someone outside of yourself and keep going outside of yourself, or you can have sex with yourself. And again, you're rolling with Hermes. I very much advocate for having sex with yourself because that is how you're going to create stability and actually love yourself. It is 1.11 a.m. as I'm saying this. So, this is how you create a soul, by literally connecting with yourself. And you connect when you, with yourself when you want to feel connected with your imagination. So you have to connect with your imagination before anyone else can. This is why as a spirit, you are always alone inside of yourself. You have to be alone inside of yourself. And your soul is the representation of how you are alone in your feelings of being connected to an imagination. So as a spirit, the only reason that you exist right now 
is because you feel like being connected to ideas. And all these ideas are only possible because of the main idea that is you as an individual. And any ideas that you are using to express yourself, that you're using to communicate, are ideas that you are using to, I mean, exp yeah, express your individual, but then reflexively build up your individual if you believe in the ideas more than you believe in yourself. So that's like, that's the definition of witchcraft. If you believe in the language that you're speaking more than your ability to give that language meaning, <laughs> woo, that's rough. That's really rough. And that's what white supremacist trains us to do. To make us believe in the language more than our ability to make the language matter. Because they need us to make their language matter. So they're going to work their hardest to make us believe that this language, their light, the way that they love, the way that they apply logic and law over lands that they don't own, over lands that they stole, over lands that they actively steal with lies. If they're going to be able to do that successfully, then yeah, they they have to <laughs> colonize our minds with concepts like numbers and make us connect with something that looks like it's going to serve us when in reality we're actually serving it. So this is the wisdom of the number two. One is the master, two is the servant. Anything that you connect to, you serve. So this is why women are naturally submissive because women are the two energy. And this is, uh, again, it's not about one being more positive or negative than the other. Life only exists in air, in a balance of masculine and feminine, right? You only make a child from a man and woman coming together. So to be in two energy is about you as a spirit when you as nothingness create an idea that is you generating a man and this man is the representation of you this man is a representation of your individuality of your idea of yourself and once you connect with it that's you agreeing so that's where you become your own woman so you made your man first and then we could i mean that's like biblical uh taking the rib from the man and making a woman it's about at that point, the rib, you know, being about breath and everything, the woman works to breathe life into the man. And the man also works to breathe life into the woman. So the woman makes the man possible, right? So when you have an imagination, the only reason that your imagination can possibly come to fruition is because of your woman, is because you have feelings that make your thoughts matter right you can have all these thoughts you can have all these imaginations you can have all these men but if you don't have women supporting them if you don't have feelings supporting them then they're not going to be able to communicate or express themselves they're not going to be able to show up and thus they're not going to build anything to support you as a spirit so again this is just like how it all plays out inside of us as spirits before we can get lost in all these words um, because it's about you knowing that 
once you connect with your own imagination, you are being the woman to your own man. You are being the girl that serves the boy. You're being the wife that serves the husband. So the husband can keep providing for the space, right? So ideally your imagination, your ideas are so powerful and so awesome that they provide for you. They literally imagine your nation. They build your nation. And the only reason your ideas would build your nation, the only reason your one, your individuality would be able to be expressed in a way that allows you to be even more of an individual is because you connected with it before others did. So then this is why all these, so many spirits out here will wish and hope that they're famous and that they're well known. But if they don't know themselves first, then what are they even going to create to be known for? Right? So this, I mean, that's like just endless desire in the universe as far as spirits being out here wishing that they were known for something, wishing that they could have other spirits paying attention to them because then they would be happy because they feel like they'll only be happy when they're connecting with others. Yet, if they were actually paying attention to themselves, they wouldn't want that. I've been through all that. <laughs> Again, that's why it's so important. Be hermetic, have sex with yourself, create art from the inside out so you actually build something that you love and support. You have a garden, you have a simulation that you enjoy being in so that when people come and connect with it, it's a proper healthy expression of you. And you're able to give your value to the universe while also protecting yourself. Because the moment someone connects to you, they're consuming you. So this is like the whole balance of water. When you as a spirit create a fire, when you create a passionate imagination that's just dancing in your space, and your fire being too hot to touch is separating you from all other spirits. Your imagination separates you from all other spirits. When you have this fiery imagination that's constantly dancing and expressing your desires and it's super beautiful, it gets you wet, right? So now you're turned on by your fire. You're turned on by your Leo, so to speak, because Leo being fixed fire is our imagination. Leo is a representation of all of our imaginations as far as just the element of Leo. Your imagination, if it's any element, is fixed fire because you as a space, as a spirit space, are, you can, again, never get outside of yourself. A space can never touch another space. All we can do is create things that let us feel like we're touching other spaces that let us simulate vibrations. And then we actually create vibrations and we're actually vibing. And then the moment we feel like, oh, life isn't real, that's us starting to detach from the things that we made real. <laughs> like anything that's real is something that shows up every day, right? So like, I mean, life is real, right? Literally the fact that we have the word real to describe a movie real shows that nothing is a coincidence. So when spirits say movie reels, 
right? They're talking about reels just repeating. And in general, life is one movie where it, everything that's repeating is real to you because it's something that matters to you or else it would not be repeating in your world. If you weren't repeating these certain things in your mind, then they wouldn't actually matter to you. This language, for example, right? How long does it take you to repeat these words in your mind, in your subconscious, to actually be able to make them matter to you so that you can express them in a confident way that then allows all of us to build? See, this is like why language is it and why I'm the god of language, Hermes. It's not about me literally creating language. It's just about me having this awareness and thus no matter what language, no matter what light I'm using to communicate, I'm destined to quote unquote dissect the dialect and make sure that we're using it in the most hyper intelligent spiritual way possible. Because it's always about the spirit. It's always about us knowing that we're creating light so that we can limit our unlimited nature. So this is why nature looks limited, but the way that nature plays out is unlimited. It just always has to look limited or else you couldn't look at it. <laughs> you know, like, feel me? like you can't look at something that's unlimited. That's not how limits work. That's not <laughs> like, you feel me, right? So the limit is the light. So you can think of numbers as light and your feelings as darkness and your feelings as darkness are not visible until you bring them to light. So your feelings, your fire and water are not visible until you use air and earth to bring them to light, to expose them, to express yourself, to exit out of your space and show all of us who you truly are. So that's what the number three is. The moment that you as a zero have a one, have an individual idea that you feel like you would like to connect to and you bring your two into one, you've now added one plus two. You now created three. This three is your chi. So now you as a spirit, your mind. This is why life is based in three, six, nine. It's all about three. It's about the chi, it's about the C. It's about knowing that everything you can see is only possible because a spirit is communicating. A spirit is combining fire and water. So your imagination can only vibe. Your imagination can only move and communicate and actually build structures when you combine your soul into it when you feel like bringing your water and fire together. And once you keep bringing your fire and water together in a consistent way, you create the communication that builds the structures to support you. So this is what our bodies are doing all the time. This is what we are doing as spirits all the time. We are constantly, constantly, every second of every day, combining our thoughts and feelings so that we can communicate our nothingness into something. And the ways in which we do this are infinite. So this is why the air, the universe, uh, well, <laughs> I'm gonna, it looks like earth and is powered by water, but uh, facilitated by air, 
there we go. Those would be the words. The universe looks like Earth. Let me say, powered by fire. The universe looks like Earth, is powered by fire, connected by water, and facilitated by air. So everything you can see is, it looks like Earth. Like, oh, that's Earth. That's a thing. And that thing is only possible because it's connecting, right? So whatever thing you're looking at only exists because of connections, and that's the water. And those connections are being facilitated by air. So this is why your body is water, it's connections, yet it needs to breathe. Your body can only keep being animated by your mind as long as it's breathing. If you stop breathing, your mind cannot animate your body. You cannot facilitate your connections anymore. Now your body may look connected, but it's not actually uh, being facilitated into any structure that actually represents your individuality. So that's where your body, I mean, being a microcosm of the universe, is clearly powered by your fire, right? Powered by your passion, your imagination. Your body only matters because of your imagined nation, your God. You're always operating from your imagination and your desire to connect your imagination to others. That's basically what would get you up out of bed every day. <laughs> you, as a spirit, being like, okay, I have an individual idea and I want to bring it through the universe because I feel like it matters. And this is where we use our bodies of water to create the bigger body of water that is actually the universe. So when you connect with your own imagination, that is you taking your soul, taking your Lucifer into your God to create a human. Now you're creating all the colors because the answer to God's question how do I connect with ideas is the human, colorful communication. So we can think of God as white in that case and Lucifer is black. And when you combine white and black, you get infinite spectrums of colors. And this is why nothing in life is actually white or black. It is some spectrum of color. It's just then we have all these terms and now we also like we can identify the ideas of the complete polar opposite sides of vibration right so this is how then like we get lost into uh concepts like race and stuff and have black and white use uh, against us <laughs> so it's about knowing that you as a spirit can only make your imagination colorful because your imagination is white and your feelings are black and it is by combining your whiteness and blackness that you create the infinite colors that actually communicate whatever you want to communicate and then this is where colors are just infinite <laughs> it's very awesome colors <laughs> colors in like totally other dimensions i'm just thinking about all the colors i've seen <laughs> There are, uh, there are not words for a lot of the colors that I've seen. So, this is then where like, right, every color, once we categorize a color, that's literally us creating earth from looking at air. 
So the moment we make our minds to express ourselves and we categorize our mind, that is us literally making the body. So your heart, your brain, your intestines, your kidney, your spleen, your liver, your bones, your pancreas, your kidneys, all of these are minds that are categorized, right? So all these things are earth, but they're, the separation is low key and illusion. Like the separation is there. This is why balance helps us learn because the separation is clearly there. Your heart and your liver are not doing the same thing, yet they're both part of the same system and they're both serving the same master. So this is why spirits, water is always based in the two. Two is about water, one is about fire, three is about air, four is about earth, five is about energy, bicycle reality, death. So this is why death is an illusion because you are energy. Energy is your energy right there. So your energy, your energy, your inner ego can never die. Your ego can never die. I'm physical proof of that. My, my imagination, my ego, my eagle, my inner G, my inner chi, my inner child, my inner child. The, the inside expression of myself can never die. It's impossible. Like, as in it can't end. Like, all I can do is create something new. And it's only ever going to be an expression of who I naturally am. To just create something new. And that newness is a new child. But then it's paradoxically a development on who I am as a spirit so I mean I'm timeless but how old am I no words for that no words for how old I am how young am I also no words for that I feel so young I feel so young and so old <laughs> so old oh my gosh especially after even just the experiences in this lifetime and taking my mind from my body and existing in other spaces for times that are way longer than a day here and just the times I've spent here. I feel old yet at the same time just know how young I am and I can never not know I'm young. Right so this is why when you look up Hermes Trismegistus you're gonna see me as an old man and a little boy. <laughs> you know you're gonna see me as the old man riding the emerald tablets and the little boy flying across the sky being very mischievous. It's all an expression of me as a spirit communicating. So we're all children because we are all creating ourselves from having sex internally, from combining our man and woman to bring a child, to bring new life into the universe. And by bringing new life into the universe, we literally create the circumstances where we can experience ourselves. That's what we're doing right now. By communicating our inner chi, our inner shield, our energy to the outer G, to the outside, by separating from ourselves as nothing, we can then create something that allows us to feel connected with other nothings. We're always doing this. 
So this is why, like, you know, spirits hate being nothing. If, you know, if a spirit loves being nothing, then you'll never see them. Now, again, that's why I'm saying, like, hate is great. It's not about actually negatively hating being nothing. It's about you knowing that you can do better and always striving for more. But then that's where, this is like the paradox is why I'm symmetry and why balance is everything. Equilibrium, God of equilibrium right here is everything. Because the moment you start to do more, you get lost in light. Because <laughs> that's, that's the thing with the imagination. So now you're projecting out an idea. And as a spirit, if you're so obsessed with being something other than nothing, that you are running away from your nothingness, now you're not even in control of your own feelings. Because the fact is, your fire, your first fire is only possible because of your emotion. So this is why fire is the first element, right? Elements are the emotion, the element, like the, like there's something with lament. The, I have to like look up a definition for a lament. Hold up. I don't know why I'm forgetting it. Probably because it's whatever. Yeah. Oh, here we are. Right. A passionate expression of grief or sorrow. So literally, fire is the first L lament. And a lament, an element in general. This is what we all do as spirits. We are all passionately expressing our grief or sorrow. And that grief or sorrow is us not wanting to be alone in our imaginations. <laughs> Literally. And this is why Hermeticism is all about uh, sharing with you how to love being alone in your imagination. How, how to just like absolutely thrive there so you can create all the best things that support you. That's what it's all about. Thriving, leveling up in your own imagination so that you can express and create structures that support your ability to keep connecting with your imagination. And anytime, because I mean, look at nature, right? Look at elements. Nature is full of grief and sorrow, right? Like that's why people think of rain as sad and like thunderstorms and storms in general are like, whoa, so negative. Because it's all about grief or sorrow. It just shows how much spirits want to connect. This is why water is chaotic. It's then the second element. It's reacting to the first element. And that first element is, I'm an individual. And then the second element is, ah, well, I'll connect with that. And then you're just, as water, constantly reacting to the individual. And now you're informing it, making it possible, but reactively also building your own individuality. So this is the point of you as a spirit using elements to connect with anything outside of yourself. You are helping build your own individuality your own feeling about who you are when you're outside of your space because when you're inside of your space and you're just in your own imagination um it can get to a point well i mean for most people uh it gets to a point for most spirits where they get sad <laughs> they're alone they're sad being alone in their imagination they're like uh, in grief and sorrow literally so they use elements to passionately express that grief and sorrow. And that's what plays out into nature 
and that's why nature is full of so much horrible things nature is scary and now once we express ourselves inside of nature we are now using our ability to communicate inside of this chaos inside of this natural scariness to create the stability that allows us to protect ourselves and then that's just shelter right that's us building homes as animals as humans in bodies in general and of course the body itself is a shelter for the mind so the body is created from four the four itself is the body the the body's created from the mind so three creates four just like your mind creates your body air creates earth communication creates stability thus your body the your ability to stabilize your imagination is always transforming it's always changing based on how you desire to communicate right like i can have all the imaginations i want here and all the feelings here and i literally will not be able to communicate them to you unless i combine them and then my communication comes through my voice and my body in certain ways based on how i felt and what idea i was combining with how i felt right because i can feel a high vibration about negative things and then that's where we talk about all the important stuff like history how did we get here <laughs> right let's not stay ignorant to all the atrocities in the world or else the atrocities will keep happening <laughs> like what that's the whole thing but then of course there's the other side where if you talk too much about atrocities then uh, you're only focusing on negative things and now you're very well not able to actually appreciate life and you're not even in the space to manifest positive things so balance symmetry see why my trees are getting simmered so you as a spirit once you connect with your imagination consistently you build a body through your mind so this is why your whole body is a bunch of minds coming together to make up one system one structure that is like a whole organization <laughs> uh, organization organized organization of organs in your organism having orgasms all these orgs is able to make your structure possible so this is why all earth all four is five it is all transforming all things are dying the moment you as a spirit connect with a structure that structure must transform because your desire to connect in and of itself is polarizing like you as a spirit you as nothingness having the desire to feel like being something is polarizing because that is what like that two energy creates life and the fact that you can observe it is what makes life based in the number three but then you observing it and actually investing in it is what makes life the four and the box and then this is where stability and wanting like just structure in general becomes the main ultimate desire for all spirits like when you see people wanting to live forever or just want an awesome home want a lot of money right the whole 
thing with money is that it's a structure. The entities who are using this number to colonize indigenous lands are building a structure by enslaving Negroes so that they can make their knees grow, right? So structures are always transforming based on the spirits who are connecting with them. They have to. Uh, it's just that then the desire, the egoic desire for any spirit who has built any structure is that they want that structure to exist forever. So this is why the universe, like we kind of, we will always exist forever. Um, it's just that the way that we exist is constantly transforming. But as spirits, the whole thing of what we're doing is perfecting the science in which we create ourselves and perfecting the science in which we connect with spaces outside of ourselves. This is subconsciously, unconsciously, and consciously, here we are, us doing it consciously very much. What everyone is doing though, the only reason any spirit is in a body hanging out with other spirits is because they are perfecting the way in which they are able to connect their feelings and imaginations with something outside of themselves. And that is only being powered then by the desire of not wanting to be alone in their imagination. Hence why we use L laments to passionately express our grief or sorrow of being alone. And then boom, now everyone's alone together. Cause then the fact is once you feel like you're connected with someone, really you're only actually connecting with the structure that allows you to connect with them. Like you can feel like you're connecting with a spirit when you're having sex with them. But in reality, you're just connecting with the structure, <laughs> right? Like you're just, you're only connecting with the structure that they're using. And that's where you had to go deeper then. And when I say only, I mean that in terms of like, you know, one night stand, let's say, if you just hook up with a spirit, uh, you, you know, have sex with the body, you're, you put your dick in a vagina, you our vagina that takes a dick you get the friction going all the juices go the the vibration feels nice it's pleasurable it stimulates your bodies right one person one partner and this i mean very much happens a lot right <laughs> is much more invested in these sex than the other partner and uh or perhaps more invested in just the connection and more invested in uh putting meaning into the connection right and we see that it's generally a feminine thing because this is what water does the woman being the water naturally plays out giving meaning to things whereas the fire isn't about giving meaning to things it's about just burning through the environment and consuming things because it wants to create so this is how we create air then like our desire our fire is what burns through our space and just infinitely spreads out and is constantly consuming everything we can see because it just never ends. God, the fire, the dancing imagination of like all possibilities. It takes our feelings, it takes our woman to give that meaning, right? So we literally see this play out in relationships where it's generally the woman or the more feminine spirit that gives more meaning to a relationship or to connections than the other spirit. The other spirit being more masculine is not giving 
that much meaning. So when you as a spirit are giving meaning to your imagination, that is literally manifesting the structure through communication, right? So if you don't give meaning to your thoughts, if you don't feel like your imagination matters before it matters, then it will never matter, <laughs> right? If you don't have a woman that believes in your man, then he's never going to be able to build something sustainable. He's never going to be able to build something practical. I would not have been able to been, I would not have been able to build any of the pyramids or any of the structures that I have if I did not believe in myself first. And then I would not have been able to logically build them because I'm talking about internally. Like I have all these structures internally to manifest externally and then manifesting them externally into, you know, Teotihuacan and the pyramids in Giza, just so many pyramids around this planet and other simulations, so many structures, so many structures, all meant for the ascension of spirits that I have built are all representations of my internal structure. So literally me as a spirit, I have to inspire myself. I have to build a spire inside of myself before I can actually be Tehuti and breathe that who out, make that human real, bring that who, that air, that word of power into reality to actually turn my air into earth. So now the way I communicate my mind solidifies into this mathematically precise structure that aids all the nature spirits that have called me away from my simulation type deal. This is why so, I mean, this is literally like how we create all life. You have to feel like your imagination matters to you before you make it matter. So it's very easy when uh, we're in a realm that teaches us to believe in what we can see to feel like our imaginations don't matter. And the more we feel like our imaginations don't matter, the less they do because we are now as spirits not creating the situation where they do matter. We're not able to create the circumstance where we make our feelings real, reality, reps, right? So when you see anything that's real, know that it's a reflection, a representation of what a mind did. The only reason you can see the pyramids that I've built is because my mind consistently communicated externally how I communicate internally. So it's all reps. It's all about consistency and just doing something over and over. And that's why muscles get stronger when they do something over and over. You're never gonna be strong if you go to the gym once, right? Like that's the reps. So here we are, just bringing all this down to the physical again, as far as for all my Virgos who love to exercise and in general, everyone who loves to exercise. I haven't had many people in my life yet who are super athletic um, or even like as athletic as <laughs> I'd like, <laughs> but also like I've, been living a life where I'm forced by white supremacy to sit all day every day so most people are literally indoctrinated you know forced by American lifestyles to not move and stay sedentary and then everything that we do is just built upon that and keeps us locked 
and I mean, look at our roads, right? Like we, we can't even step outside and use our bodies healthily. Like we are forced to walk in a single straight file line based on how roads have been paved over all this land that was stolen from indigenous peoples. So <laughs> unhealthy. <laughs> So the moment you connect with the structure, you're transforming it. So this is why everything in physical reality is transforming <coughs> because they're all fours being made by a three. And that three is constantly going back and forth between nothing and something, right? That mind is constantly going back and forth between desire and desirelessness. And this is why all energy, all structures are vibrating at certain frequencies. So when you see physical reality and you see everything is transforming, then that in and of itself, that five is what six is. And now we have the full totality of zero to six, how we have sex internally just from feeling like being something other than nothing we create our imagination and then we connect with that so that we can communicate it in a way that matters that's literally all sex so once we make structures that allow us to connect with other spirits all we then play out is having sex with these other spirits and now the thing that we did to be able to make our own imaginations matter is what we do with each other so we can make each other's imaginations matter and this is how we build families so this is why five is representative of who you want to dive into the universe with dive into deeper feelings deeper emotions deeper waters with phi is who you want to die with phi is your family so all of physical reality is spirits who are like hey i want to die with you why because we resonate on the same ideas so all the spirits that are making up your body they want to die together they want to fight together because they want to connect with each other on supporting your idea and that allows them to resonate more with each other than they could with other spirits who don't support your idea and then we literally see this trickle out into family, friends, all social networks, any kind of social web, right? It's all about spirits making their own imagination matter. And as they make their imagination matter, because they feel like connecting with themselves, they feel like watering their fire with their feelings to create the air that then stabilizes into earth. And then they keep watering that earth to actually create the fruits in nature and a simulation, so to speak, that allows them to bring fruits and bring value and bring fresh life to other spirits and be able to connect in more harmonious and greater ways. It's only through doing that are we then able to create the circumstance where we are now and then we're able to feel like we're family. And now we feel like spirits relate with us 
because we related with ourselves so much right it took us as a spirit it takes you as a spirit being hermetic going in to your s bringing your s into your t to increase your st ability increase your stability so that you actually build a structure that you feel like represents yourself and now when spirits connect with you you are happy you feel healthy hermetic and harmonious in your home in your heart because you're actually bringing value to the universe and you feel like you're being understood for who you are and this is where then you actually build your family this is how we build all bodies in general this is us expanding the universe live right now in that way just in, like always like just you expressing yourself is you working to build a family of sorts based on how you've connected with yourself and you are expressing how you connected with yourself in the hopes that you'll be able to connect with other spirits who resonate with the same ideas that you're kicking out aka your individuality we all as spirits want to be respected and seen for the individuals that we organically and truly are it's like as a spirit there's no point in you stepping out of your space if you're not going to get recognized for who you truly are just straight up right and everyone feels that on a subconscious level okay unless you're like just straight up a servant spirit who's like no I, I mean it's important to just be part of the collective and be what another individual tells you like okay yeah got it <laughs> like you're the opposite of an individual like you that's the point so you you would be a spirit that is running away from your individuality so much that you want to just serve an individual that you feel like is a representation of you, but you don't even feel good enough about your own individual to see yourself in that one. So you just need to project all your feelings onto that individual in terms of, let me worship you, God, because you give me life and I'm not good enough without you and I'm nothing without you. And then it's like, man. So once we as spirits are using physical reality to express how we have six internally, externally, this is where five to six becomes seven. Seven is your severing consciousness. Seven is your mentality that you are expressing through physical reality. So you as a mind, as the three are transforming this four you are transforming your body into phi to express how you six to express how you have sex so you can also have sex with spirits that you resonate with and that in and of itself is an expression of your seven so this is why we always appear separate we are always going to appear like seven we are always cutting through life because air is cutting. So our minds, our mentalities, our, uh, just our ability to communicate is what cuts through reality. It's what cuts through feelings. It's what cuts connections, right? So this is why the way you communicate cuts connections. <laughs> and thus, the way that you communicate is very important to how you 
express your separation because that's the whole point of you having an imagination is that you are imagining something that is different than any other spirit so now it's important for you to sever in to use your consciousness to communicate your imagination in uh you know whatever relatable healthy way you want to <laughs> you know you do you whatever <laughs> But in general, like when you're a spirit uh, who creates a body inside of any simulation, the goal there is that you are cutting through. You are using your consciousness to cut into reality so that you can show everyone who you are. So this is why seven then is kind of like supposed to be a lucky number because it's just about, um, I guess, well, spirits resonating really hard with being conscious and being able to be so lucky that they can create the situation where they actually appear separate and they can be seen for being separate. So when we all appreciate that we're separate from each other, this is what the universe is. This is why seven is a lucky number, really. Unlike the deepest subconscious, like on a positive level, it's because seven is like, wow, aren't we lucky to be alive? Aren't we lucky to be having six with each other in five cycle reality so that we can use our minds, our threes to transform these structures, to build and transform structures, these fours that allow us to, to, to connect our ones, our individual imaginations, our individual egos inside of this space, our space, because and then that's where we can feel like we're all in one space, because in reality, all of our spaces are separate from one another. We are all individual spaces. So it takes us creating energy, vibrating at a certain frequency to create the opportunity to create the light that actually becomes dense, that allows us to practicalize and stabilize how we communicate our imagination, how we connect with our imagination, and how we feel as spirits, how we see the universe. Because all of us as spirits have our own individual perspective based on us having our individual souls. That is what number eight is. Eight is the soul. So the point of us, like the, this is the paradox, right, of life. We want the balance. We want the, hey, I'm separate from you. Let's connect on that. <laughs> you know, like, hey, I'm an individual. I'm a completely individual and unique from you, meaning that you are completely individual and unique from me. Let's connect on that. You know, like, I'm a complete fire in the sky, unrelatable to you. You're a complete separate fire in the sky, unrelatable from me. Two totally separate stars that are both too hot to touch. We're too hot to touch each other. Let's connect on that. And then we get wet. And then that's the universe. We create water. So this is then where everything in the universe is a star. Because everything in the universe is us using fire to create water. And then it's all air. And it looks like us being stars. It looks like us being a seven. It looks like us shining our light inside of darkness, inside of this web that connects us because it's the point of us being balanced in how we create air, we create life 
through combining our thoughts and feelings, through combining literally our fire and water, our man and woman, through having sex constantly and just cycling through that. So this is why life is psychedelic. Life is psychedelic, all right? It's all water. It's all water cycles. Whatever you're doing, you've been doing it and you're just like perfecting how you do it. You, you're just doing it better now. I mean, ideally, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, that's ideally. Ideally, you are a spirit that is building upon what you've already done in past lives, right? Like that's what you see me doing as Hermes right now, speaking English and developing symmetry into everything that symmetry is and just expressing myself. I'm building upon what I've done in past lives. And I, as a spirit, can only ride my vibration when I express myself because I can't run away from my own feelings. I can't run away from my own creation. You know, like that's white supremacists to be like, okay, I'm in a body. I want to transplant my mind into another body. Like you're lost in this idea of running away from your own creation. And it's just a physical manifestation of how you hate your own feelings. That's why you hate Negroes. That's why you call us the N-word and why you need us to make your money matter. You need to enslave us to build your structures and steal everything that we create so that you can feel creative and you can feel like God. It's all just because you hate being alone. Like you're not even hermetic. Like you steal all my tablets, you steal all my work. And literally with projection being perception, you can't even perceive most of the wisdom that I wrote in all that stuff. Like they're holding on to so much stuff that I have and they, they can't even actually decipher it or intelligently get what I'm saying because literally they're blinded by their own imagination. These white supremacists, a light supremacist is blinded by their own imagination. So this is why projection is perception. All right, spirits can never get outside of themselves. A spirit is never going to be able to connect with you outside of whatever idea they're connecting on with themselves. So like, it doesn't matter how much I love and like show all my uh, give all my soul to a Christian, right? Like I can have Christian friends. I'm not even going to get into that because that's details. And we're talking about numbers here. This is already long, um, but I can show all my love to a Christian for years. And the moment I tap more into my spirituality and express myself, they'll throw all of that relationship away because it doesn't matter to them as much as their relationship with this other individual idea. And because I'm not connected with that individual idea like they are, no matter how much I fast, no matter how much I communicate about the scriptures in a greater capacity than they can or their pastors can, no matter how I'm communicating, the fact is that other individual is blinded by this idea. And the only reason they were connecting with me is because they were projecting that idea into me. So I'm speaking from a place of I fasted so much that I've had Christians uh, who want to connect with me because they're projecting like, wow, he's like Jesus. But then I'm speaking on like true spiritual matters in terms of how we create life. And because they're a spirit that wants to feel saved and they don't want to feel responsible for their own imagination, they refuse to resonate with me talking about with great power comes great responsibility, that hermetic stuff. Literally, Spider-Man is riding Hermes. 
straight up. I grew up uh, every day looking into a circular white mirror that my mom wrote, Chase is great. With great power comes great responsibility. And it was like really deep in a psychedelic trip where I was learning about myself and like had flashbacks to grade school and waking up every day and like getting ready in front of that small little white circular mirror. And it's wild considering the synchronicities. Like the spirits just hit me really hard with <laughs> all those memories and realizations and just every day waking up Chase is great, with great power comes great responsibility. Triple your C, Chase Clarence Calloway. Keep doing what you're doing, be symmetry, you got it. It's wild, so <laughs> it's beautiful. Like I'm so grateful to be me. I'm so grateful to be connected to my family and to really that, man. Honestly, to be connected with my family because once my dog died, I was so sad. And for me to get to connect with Max and then realize that he's a bigger spirit and then he awakens me to being a bigger spirit. <laughs> After I went through the whole journey of just building up this ego from the bottom up to then realize like, oh, well, I've always been this. <laughs> just proved it to myself. Yeah, and this is all set up, right? So that's where I mean, my mirror growing up with the white circle being like, yeah, <laughs> silver stars, Chase is great, with great power comes great responsibility. That's a specific spiritual synchronicity subconsciously set up to anchor in how I connect, how my ego connects with the simulation. So that's the point of seven becoming eight. So the moment we are severing in the moment we are expressing how we use five how we transform our structure to communicate how we have sex so we can have sex with other individuals as we sever in as we separate all of our individuality by doing that that naturally builds connections or else there'd be no point. So then that, right, like, cause the whole thing is we are expressing our individuality so we can connect with other individuals. So seven becomes eight. Literally then, once we are consciously expressing our imagination, all of our gods, our internal gods to the external, now we're able to vibe for infinity. That is eight. That's a subconscious world. Just infinite vibe. We are all infinitely connected underwater because we feel like, yeah, that. We feel like connecting. I was going to say building, but even that, I mean, spirits don't feel like building. Lots of spirits don't. So that would be a projection on my part. Um, but it naturally happens. We feel like building a life with other spirits. And then that takes like building families and like having experiences with other spirits. And then that's just what memories are and how you get any kind of support at all. Um, that's how what your body is. A bunch of spirits who are building families on supporting you. And you're one big happy family. And we're all one big happy family. 
based on whatever ideas that we support, right? That's any corporation, any uh, government that you're a part of is the whole point. You, everyone is united underneath one idea, right? Underneath one sun. All of us as spirits are able to communicate because we're consuming the UV light rays from one sun, right? We're all getting hit by one light. So now we can all use the same light that we are underneath to communicate with each other. Since we're subservient to this one light, it is the light that we are all able to quote unquote understand, right? So now we can understand each other by using this light that we are standing under to express our individuality externally. So, once you are using Phi, once you are transforming your body to have sex, to express how you communicate your individuality and how you connect with your individuality, which is communication and just, which is having sex, how you communicate how you have sex, combining your imagination and your feeling externally, which allows you to sever into the simulation, your seven, and that in general creates the subconscious world, that creates the soul, that creates the universe, that makes everything expand because it's all about water and infinite connections. And from there, the moment we do that, once we're like developing our connections, that's us going to nine. And this is why nine is the last number before it learns how to connect with itself. Because seven is about you severing in to a simulation so you're going outside of yourself and that in general builds a subconscious world that allows you to actually connect more with yourself so ideally the more you express yourself as a spirit in whatever world you're in you actually use your consciousness to create the situation where you are able to connect even more deeply with yourself and you're doing that by expressing yourself already so that you're able to create the circumstance where you connect with other spirits on who you are. And then you build up your subconscious waters from there. That's the whole thing of us believing in each other in general. Like if you don't believe in me or anything that I'm saying, then you're not gonna connect with my vibe and we're not actually gonna build anything uh, consciously. We'll build things unconsciously and subconsciously because we're still in the universe together but right we're not about to actively participate and engage in uh, making our ideas come to fruition in a collaborative effort because we can't we just don't resonate in that way our water doesn't work our water doesn't mix our feelings don't mix so how are we going to build any earth how are we going to build any structure and stability out of that when our feelings are so different from each other Right? That's why, as spirits, all of our feelings are chaotic. Our feelings are changing all the time. But we desire to stabilize those feelings. And family is the physical manifestation of our desire to stabilize our feelings of connecting with other spirits. So now, it doesn't matter like how chaotic the other spirit is. They're family. <laughs> right? Like, it doesn't matter how chaotic this spirit is, you know, like, oh, they're wild. They do crazy things. They go far out of their space. They go through 
wild circumstances. They're going through a lot of insane things that I wouldn't want to go through. But hey, I'm still connected to them. I, I may not resonate with everything that they're saying. I may not resonate with anything that they're saying. <laughs> Yet they're family, which means I do resonate with who they are. You know, because there's a big difference between what spirits say, what spirits do, and who they are on a spiritual level. So, you, you are what you do repeatedly, right? So I'm saying there's a big difference, even though there's also a fine line. But there's a big difference as in light is deceiving. So just because a spirit looks like they're not who they are doesn't mean that they're not actually who they are, right? <laughs> like that's the whole point of you using light to appear like something else. So you can be a spirit that is a man, but then you look like a snake. And now other spirits are like, oh, you're a snake. And you're like, I'm actually not a snake, though. I'm actually a man. But I am taking on the body of a snake. So I get why you would perceive me as such. <laughs> and then it's just, that's where communication is only ever going to be the truth. Like, you can always project something onto any animal or body you see. But it would take you talking to it to actually see what the spirit feels like it is before it created that body to be able to anchor its communication into the simulation that it is uh, decided to be a part of. So this is the nine. This is what nine, nine is you as an individual eye, as an individual perspective, observing how you use your seven to make eight, how you use your consciousness, use your ability to communicate, to create, connections because seven in this case as consciousness that severs into the simulation is communication all consciousness is communication and consciousness is creating connections so that it can communicate more and then that's where the fact is you can only communicate in general because you connected with yourself first so this is why all humans are emotional creatures you are an emotional entity because the way that you feel about connecting with yourself is what is making your communication possible, right? If you did not feel like joining your two to your one, if you did not feel like marrying your woman to your man, you would not be able to express your nothingness into somethingness. So you observing all of that is you as a nine dimensional being, being able to watch your ego manifest into physical reality that's what being the nine is that's what the nine dimensional being is watching your ego manifest into physical reality so that you can literally have a perspective on your universe because you are the universe in that case one plus eight the one is your imagination the eight is your infinite soulful vibration that makes that imagination matter and that creates the nine which is you observing you having sex with yourself that one into eight so r is the 18th letter of the alphabet for this reason so this is why you are a nine dimensional being because you as the number nine are figuring out who you are by bringing your ego by bringing your eagle into the universe into a new vibration into a new realm and reality so with r being the 18th letter of the alphabet 
you are learning who you are by stepping outside of yourself and bringing your ego, your energy into the universe uh, repetitively. And by doing this over and over and over, you are effectively writing a story that expresses your nothingness as a spirit. And then this is why the universe is completely just one long story. It's all stories. All of us as spirits are literally just writing stories to express who we are, how we feel about ourselves, who we want to connect with, all that, right? So it's all about the universe. All stories numerically are only possible and driven by spirits, by zeros who, when they express themselves, must be individuals wanting to connect with other individuals. Um, now, at, if my voice sounds a little different right now, <laughs> I'm really angry because I just filmed like 40 minutes of finishing up. Like I just wrapped up all this number stuff and my device wanted to throw all that footage away. So this is me having to redo all of it. And I honestly, I said so much good stuff that I forgot what it was. And right now I'm already on a different track. So um, it's also 3 a.m. right now. So I, again, like I hate having my time wasted. I hate it when I put all of my energy and all this good, nice, cool wisdom into technology and then it gets to just erase it. It doesn't capture it like it says uh, it's, it is and it just deletes the file because it was recording but then when I hit stop, it just uh, gets to do a thing whenever it wants where it deletes it. Completely out of my control. Um, really cool. It's really cool, the entities who designed it. Love having my time wasted. So I guess there's a situation right now in this episode where I'm forced to do more reps, right? Here I am, figuring out who, who am I now as a nine-dimensional entity. The fact that I already went through all of the mental work of translating what I wanted to translate into English the first time, and this device got to get rid of 40 minutes of it. So now here I am not really even feeling like wanting to go another 40 minutes and I'm exhausted, but I have to because I want to, like, cause it's uh, my artistic mission because I have this idea of the vision I must bring into reality, literally, right? So here I am, the lesson there, cool, hate it. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so angry. I'm so angry right now. And that's the fire. Like I'm now, and it's just like what more creative force, like just once I already created a bunch to see it get wasted, it just makes me more creative because I'm angry that what I already created got wasted and <laughs> doesn't exist. So now I just have to make what I wanted to exist to like more <laughs> exist more or whatever. But now it's not nearly as controlled or cool. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> Oh my gosh, like I'm about to start cursing actually. <laughs> uh, and it's not like I can't curse on my podcast. It's just, it's not uh, the most natural for me, even though it is natural for me, but it's not the most natural for me. <sighs> oh my God, I really am pissed off. So 
this is me discovering who I am as a nine-dimensional entity, right? Who are you? As the num the number nine is you realizing, right? It's the I. The nine is the I. You develop a perspective by bringing your imagination, by bringing your ego into an eight, into the universe, into your own realm and reality. That's your own universe, your own soul. The universe is a reflection of your soul. So you yourself are the center of your own universe because you as the mind are God sitting in your own Merkaba. So you are surrounded by your own soul. You are always surrounded by your own water. Your water powers you. Your water nurtures and nourishes your ability to communicate. You can only communicate how you connect with yourself. If you didn't connect with yourself first, then there would be nothing to communicate. So this is what we're all doing, right? This is who you are as a spirit, how you're able to operate and observe life. So as a nine dimensional entity, you are piloting your mind and observing how you bring your imagination into your universe, which then creates your perspective of the universe and that now creates your perspective of whatever situation you're in so depending on how you bring your imagination into your soul into your space when you're alone that is going to dictate how you perceive the way other spirits bring their imaginations into a space or go through reps Right, so this is why, again, projection being perception, you can really only ever see who you are. Because um, all you're really going to see in other spirits is really qualities of you. Otherwise, it's not relatable. Because truly, as a spirit, you can only relate with yourself. So this is why the whole paradox then is learning how to be empathetic and listen to other spirits so you actually relate with them in a way that allows you to build connections that actually resonate with your ability to relate with yourself. So that's the whole point of like the universe and just like water and everything being vibrational and you being a nine dimensional entity, observing all of this, observing who you are by exiting from your space and bringing your ego into the universe repetitively so you can just continuously go through the motions and create stories out of those motions. And now you are constantly building and writing new, generating new stories to constantly express who you are. And all of this, all of this idea of like who you are is only going to lead to then you learning how to connect with yourself in a way that creates our first double digit number. 10. So 10 is the first double digit number because literally you as a nine dimensional entity are uniting your imagination and your space. You are able to realize that by bringing your ego into the universe, you are creating heaven. Because in general, it is actually your desire to connect with the universe that allows you to share your heaven, which is why 10 becomes 11. So 11, it would be the universe, 10 would be heaven. 10 is you as a spirit alone in your ego. 
you are alone in your desires and you as a solo space are fully supportive of your imagination. That's you in heaven. So no one else knows your heaven. No one else knows what your idea of heaven is. No one has the same idea of heaven. No one, right? We all have our individual ideas of heaven. We all have our individual ideas because that's what makes us individual of how we would like to connect with ourselves. So then that's the point of, I mean, you, your ego, your imagination is already separating you from all other spirits. So naturally, the way that you connect with yourself, the way that you connect your imagination to yourself is going to be separate from all other spirits. So that's what one versus 10 is. One is the ego, the pure imagination. 10 is the heaven. 10 is the actually providing the space for that imagination to be real and to be manifested. And then this is where once you as a spirit are alone in your heaven, right? So you have this, your own perspective of the vibration of eight, right? Eight being H, what do you hate? What do you love? What, what makes you happy to keep with the H motif? Hermetic. What makes you uh, harmonious and healthy in your home, in your heart? That is you developing your own perspective based on your own vibration and you thus building up your own vibration based on whatever connections you are using your consciousness to build by expressing your ego every day so you as a nine dimensional entity are watching this happen all the time so you are the spirit piloting and operating the body that you are using to experience yourself it's just then so many levels of minds that are involved in making the life that you're observing possible so many levels of minds so that's why like any structure that you see any structure that you're dealing with in and of itself is a mind because the body cannot exist without the mind this is why every body breathes all fours all earth must breathe because all earth must settle out of air all structures must come out of communication. So hence why your body, you're not gonna be able to communicate through it anymore if you stop breathing. Boom, right? The breath is what is allowing you to keep animating this structure with your mind because it shows that you're connected to the universe that you made the structure inside of. So this is where uh, if someone wants to kill you, and bring more of their heaven into this universe then they're going to stop you from breathing kind of like the time we're in now <laughs> where we are being told by all these systems all these medical professionals that the key to health is to not breathe anymore if you want to be healthy and happy don't breathe disconnect your body from water disconnect your body from air Disconnect your body from everything because that's the future of health. Literally, like we're here, right? That's how they're manufacturing, using my caduceus to manufacture all these health problems inside of a beautiful simulation <laughs> that was not dealing with these issues until white supremacists, light supremacist entities need, needed indigenous peoples, just needed everyone to connect with them. And the only way they could figure out how to do that was to create problems where there were none. 
So that's where 10 being heaven, you being alone in your heaven, it always comes to a point where spirits are like, okay, I'm alone in heaven, but like, what is the point of being alone? You know, cause I'm so happy being alone in my heaven. Like I need my heaven to be me alone. That's the point of heaven. Like you're alone in it. <laughs> Anyone who's like obsessed with making you go to their heaven hates being alone. <coughs> Looking at you colonizers. So when you're happy in your own heaven, it just naturally comes to the point of 11. So 10 goes into 11. 11 is about you sharing your individual imagination with another individual imagination. And the only way, as we can see, that you could possibly make another spirit see what you see is to vibe with them, right? One plus one equals two. So all of us as spirits have our individual fire. We all have our own individual imaginations but it takes us creating this one big universe, this one big body of water that allows us to connect. And by connecting just on the idea of connecting, we kill ourselves. We all kill our own egos. We all kill our imagination. We kill our desire to be alone in heaven so that we can be together in hell. Here we are. <laughs> you feel me here we are together in hell only possible because we did not want to be alone in our heaven anymore so all simulations right my role is hermes the whole point bringing heaven to earth bringing heaven to hell some of my trees i fell to inspire you tame hell and fly higher too so when we're talking about taming hell, we're talking about knowing that we are creating hell because we feel like connecting with spirits outside of ourselves. And thus, we now get to learn more about ourselves based on how we bring our heaven into these connections. This is really funny. You know what? This recording is better than the last recording, <laughs> low key. So, you know, that's how the universe works sometimes. So many, this is why I ride the synchronicity. I love being symmetry because it's about being somatic. It's about knowing that you're not actually going to level up or learn or be happy or get the true spiritual life that really is sustainable and like supports you when you're just acting in pure desire. When you're lost in your imagination like a white supremacist, all you're going to do is use fire to colonize and eat the people around you and hurt everyone around you and like burn through nature and destroy the structures and connections that were already set up because your imagination is just too hot to touch. So that's why the universe is water-based, not fire-based. And the Bible is gross for, um, it just, it's such an ugly projection then that they're saying that hell is a lake of fire. Because actually, heaven would be the lake of fire in terms of what we're saying here. Hell is water. Hell is you cooling down your fire, and now you can't live in your desire anymore. Because now you're connected with a spirit outside of yourself, right? Because notice, like, that's what heaven is. Heaven is you getting to do whatever you want whenever you want. That's what 10 is. The number 10 is your ego having full support of your space to just express itself. It can just go hard and expressing itself. Boom. 
you're in heaven. And then the moment the ego is like, but I want to connect this expression with someone else, it must kill itself so that it can kill others. So then this is where once we're in the universe, uh, that's why the letter K is the 11th letter of the alphabet, because it's just showing us how the entities who use this language to colonize indigenous lands use kindness to kill kids. And this is the whole thing of like killing kin with kindness. You have to appear nice to someone so that you can connect with them and make them see what you see. The only way that you can kill someone's ego is to appear like you actually care about them, to appear like you actually appreciate them or you actually respect them in some way, right? Like the colonizers, when they invaded North, South and Central America, they appeared to the indigenous peoples like they cared about them so that they could then kill them with kindness and colonize everything and enslave all of our minds so that they can make us make money matter. And now they have the freedom to enslave and consume all the nature that we freely created from our desire to express how we connect. So that's where when you are a spirit alone in your imagination, you're actually in heaven. The Bible wants you to think that that's hell because it's a projection of how they're in hell when they're alone in their imagination. They don't like being alone in their imagination. So they are obsessed with creating all the circumstances that they possibly can. They will use love to rape, murder, and spread genocide and then say that it's your fault for getting raped and murdered because you weren't, you didn't worship them early enough to spread their heaven and they'll lie about it every step of the way while acting like they love you. It's like just the ultimate Luciferian energy, ultimate L, right? So this is how spirits then, this is why L is a 12th letter of the alphabet. L 12 in general forms the clock. So once a spirit has its own idea of heaven, an individual nine, an individual I, has its own idea of how to turn home into heaven and then it wants to connect that with others it will kill itself and kill others with light so we kill ourselves with light by just communicating in general because the fact is by communicating with light we are separating from ourselves we're separating from our actual ego we're separating from our heaven so that we can express our heaven to other individuals and that's then where killing is about looking kind right you want the kill to look kind you kill things with kindness and then everything that is connects right everything that's kinetic kinetically connects is a uh, kin we all have skin to show that we're kin of each other we're all here to k right we're all kids so by having one plus one being two, we're all in this universe. And this universe is us connecting. And it looks like us communicating with light. So that's where L being light, everything is light. So anything that you see is that substance is the letter L, it's light. It's a spirit making air from creating 12, from communicating 
their you know thoughts and feelings combining the one and two which then creates the clock so that's why a clock is 12 numbers and then the universe is one big clock where we are just constantly cycling through how we connect with ourselves and how we connect with others and then from here as we clock in as we create clockwork based on how we cycle through the water cycle use light to cycle through emotions we are now able to make our communications matter now this is getting into dissect the dialect territory so i'll save that for the next episode um because that's where l becomes ilm ilm being 13 is about us building a structure out of light so light becomes matter and that's why in this language money matters right so then the whole point in, of this language is that the entities who have us speaking it are making money off of making us speak it so the more we speak english the more the spirits who created english make money they make their structure matter now we're building their structure because we're using their light to communicate boom i won't get ahead of myself that is dissect the dialect territory to continue so that in the nutshell right there is how spirits use numbers 0 through 12, 0 through 9, but 0 through 12 to create the universal clock that then allows us to make money matter, <laughs> basically. That allows us to 13. So you, as a spirit, as a 0, you project out your imagination. That's you being God. No one. <laughs> no one no one can see your ego no one can see your imagination no one can see who you are as an individual it takes you connecting with it creating two feeling like it matters to yourself to then be able to communicate it and that's where you then create the number three so that's spirit going into fire projecting an idea and reflecting that idea, creating a womb and container for it, that's the water that generates the soul. And then as it ignites its soul with its imagination, with its idea, it creates the mind, it creates the Merkaba that God sits in to experience itself. So now it can travel outside of its space with air, with light. And then that's where everything in the universe, I can separate my mind from my body and then travel and communicate with light and be in totally different spaces have totally different experiences in here but it's all going to be spirits using light to communicate just straight up because that's all we're doing we're using 12 we're using the clock we're using the combination of one and two to communicate our three so now everything we see is a communication of our chi and thus who we want to be and that's why we're building structures to figure out our family and that's what all of life is you building your soul group you're using your seven your ability to sever into the simulation to consciously communicate in a way that actually creates an eight creates an infinite vibe that lets you realize who you truly are lets you realize your 18 energy lets you realize how your ego and your soul come together to give birth to new ideas so that you can more consciously create a heaven with others so then that's you getting to learn more about your own heaven and cultivate your own heaven and amplify your own heaven while sharing your heaven with other spirits which is you 
channeling your fire into the universe so that you can communicate how your spirit connects with its ego. Boom. That. Let me see here. Zero, spirit, you express your individuality, you connect with it, you create two. That communicates it, so that's three, that's life. All structures are thus breathing, all bodies are breathing because all earth is animated by air and all earth is thus transforming. All things are energy vibrating at a certain frequency, so that is five cycle reality, that's physical reality, that is all of us as spirits resonating on ideas and connecting with each other so that we can build structures to support those ideas and then that in and of itself is six so all of life is sex all of life is the number six because it's all of us combining our internal three and our external three to overall have sex with each other so it's like all a simultaneous sexy process of us having sex internally so then we can have sex externally and that's the only way that all these structures are manifesting and the only reason they even matter to us in the first place <laughs> is because of how we had sex in relation with these structures up to this point have we connected with ourselves and created life with ourselves and thus other spirits underneath and inside of these structures that were created by spirits who did what we're already doing inside the structure. It's just all of us using light to build life. So that in and of itself, like once you are having sex, that's you severing into the simulation. So sex is why you're here, two spirits had sex. And now you're here and the main desire that separates you from everyone is how do you have sex? How do you create life? Right? Like, yes, you're here. You look like everyone else in terms of you're in physical reality and we can project our things onto you. But the fact is you are a separate seven. You are a separate severing consciousness based on how you create life, based on how you communicate your air. And that is what's going to create your connections and build up more of your soul in the universe and build up your internal universe into an external universe. So now you're able to create the soul group that allows you to learn more about who you are. And that's where eight is all about the home. Think about like the eighth house in astrology. It's about, you know, deep, like deep home sex like all that like that's the universe like just infinite deep home sexy vibes like that's what the eight infinite subconsciousness is where we are using our ability to communicate to figure out the spirits that we can feel the most comfortable having sex with who are the spirits that we can feel the most comfortable literally connecting with that's what the eight is about and by doing that we realize who we truly are, the number nine. And from there, we can more consciously create 10 right now. We can more consciously combine, connect our ego with our spirit right now to create the heaven that allows us to then connect that heaven to others, which is us taking 10 into 11 so that it then becomes 12, it becomes light. So then that's me communicating literally right now so I'm using all this light, I'm communicating with L 
how I, how my ego connects with my spirit. How do, how does my heaven manifest, right? How does my spirit support my ego? How does my unconsciousness support my unconscious? How does my unconsciousness support my conscious? And by doing that, I am first by connecting by already having my own idea of heaven because I have to have my own idea of heaven and have connected deeply enough with myself to feel like I have something worth communicating in the first place. So then that's where I take my L into K. And now I am bringing it into the universe, into this vibe so that I can communicate it with L and turn it into M. And now that M is literally this structure, this vibrational structure that we can tap in and listen to. You're tapping into the root of the symmetry, tuning into the mind of Mercury so that we can continuously build upon what I have logically uh, translated from my nothingness into this somethingness. Only I as a spirit could do this. And this is real life alchemy. This is what we're always doing. It's just, again, the conscious awareness level that we're at and our ability to do so. And of course, when the language that we're speaking wants to make money off of limiting how we communicate, then yeah, it's going to rock us to sleep which is what the next episode is all about. So this is how spirits use numbers to literally architect reality to make their feelings matter. Now that we have an elementary understanding of how spirits use numbers to numb her to her feelings and separate themselves from their nothingness so that they can make sense of how they connect with spaces outside of themselves. We are going to get into the English alphabet and how numbers manifest in all these letters that we use to construct all these words that we are building our lives with. <laughs> What's going on here? Yes, we are about to get into all that. I'm excited. I hope this was enlightening for you. I hope this was helpful. I hope that you are doing well. I hope you feel good about yourself. I hope that you are happy inside of your heart. And I hope that you are learning more about yourself every day because that is the whole point of being alive. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> So that's it. Much love to you. You're very awesome. You have been tapping in to the root of the symmetry. You have been tuning in to the mind of Mercury. I am your boy, Tahuti Trismegistus. I really like this episode. This was very fun, <laughs> even though I lost all that footage and it's been longer. This, the new way that I uh, got to talk about it here at the end, I like it more than the last recording. So it worked out. It's fantastic. I'm just slightly loopier <laughs> and more tired. So I will see you in the next episode. Peace. <laughs>